More than the clothes we wear, style is about the way we move through the world. On this episode of Beyond Style Matters, I talk with social media influencers, the Beckerman Twins. Being a bona fide influencer is a coveted occupation, but just how does one manage to rise to the top of the social media heap when there are so many wannabes out there? I first met identical twins Sam and Kaylee Beckerman in the late 90s when they were just a couple of starry-eyed kids from Toronto intent on pursuing their fashion dreams, armed with talent, energy, and a whole lot of fearlessness. They moved to the Big Apple for a decade, first graduating from FIT and then launching their very own fashion line. But in 2009, their business went bust, and the twins moved back to Toronto and started style blogging, a novel concept at the time, but one that would end up taking them around the world and celebrated as a couple of the most adored, well-connected, and outlandishly stylish fashion influencers the internet had ever seen. Having hit the big 4-0 last year, Sam and Kaylee continue to strut their colorful stuff in wonderfully creative and whimsical ways, courting big international brands and influencing their growing fan base daily. Sam and Kaylee Beckerman, welcome to this episode of Beyond Style Matters. I'm so thrilled to have you on the series. I have been a long time fan of yours ever since you were baby designers. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you know, really. Uh, so I guess the big question is, how do you go from being designers who had quite a successful little career going for yourselves back in, I don't even know when that was. Was that the early um, 2005 <laughs> yeah the, okay 2009. 2005 yeah. and then you know what do you know you became these powerful beloved influencers tell me a little bit about that journey and how you went from sister designers to influencers uh, yeah it's been quite a journey for us I think you know even as kids we were always we actually always wanted to be fashion designers and we actually always wanted to be you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> you were a huge inspiration to us. We had your books. Oh, we, we had everything. Shows. We would come <laughs> events. And I remember even thinking like, do we want to be fashion designers? Do we want to go to Ryerson to learn, you know, radio? Like what, how do we want to do this? Because blogging didn't even exist. Yeah, what's our path? What's what's our passion? And we went the design route because it came really natural to us. And we love clothes and we love designing. And so, you know, it, we started along the path of doing design and going moving to New York when we were 19 and living there for 10 years and going to FIT and creating a thesis together. And that won some awards. And then it landed um, in Holtz in a Japanese yeah. Tokyo store. And then we were in over 200 stores. And you came to all of our fashion shows. So thank you yeah, for thank supporting you. us. Uh, and, oh, and they were such rocking shows. I mean, you guys were really oh. in your element. And, you know, that's like swimming with the sharks. To be, oh, yeah. you know, as young as you were and, you know, as really inexperienced at that point, it was a good whole yeah. new business for you, a whole new world. And there you were in New York City, you know, playing with some uh, pretty heavy oh, yeah. characters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember we like, being like, uh-oh, that big show is happening and here we are. How are the editors and everyone going to run over, you know, back-to-back -back shows? And 
always juggling that. But then at the same time, you know, we were always creating our own videos and shooting our own lookbooks. And it was always, always our aesthetic. We were the stylists. We would load up the models, the hairstylists, our interns into a van and go out into the Adirondacks in the middle of the woods. I was the driver and yeah. we'd stay two nights and shoot the lookbook and have our intern dress up in a bear costume oh and shoot God. like a... So I think it was always, you know, these ideas we were coming up with, these fresh ideas, these new mm-hmm. ideas that were like, oh, I haven't seen that before. We, we were let's, always, let's channel it into something, into a vision, and let's put it into clothes, let's put it into a lookbook. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the the evolution of going from a fashion designer to a blogger, it was like, instead of putting it into clothes it, that way, into making mm-hmm. clothes, it was like, let's put it into a digital platform where other people can shop or be inspired, mm-hmm. or we can work with brands differently without producing it. It, it was well, also before Instagram too. So when we started our blog, it was like, you know, I remember our friend who was also a blogger was like, guys, you don't need to post five times a day, you know, <laughs> your outfit, like five different outfits a day. And we're like, well, you know, we need content. <laughs> we were always obsessed with creating content and creating stuff digitally clothes, you know, even just style, just trying new things and even DIYs, even down to creating projects for ourselves. Every great conversation needs a pause. So this is the perfect time to talk to you about our sponsor, TSC, who without their support, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Now, as you might know, I've covered the catwalks of Paris, Milan, New York, and London. And so you might ask, why have I partnered with a retailer like TSC, today's shopping choice? Well, I believe great fashion should be accessible to everyone. And TSC.ca is home to some amazing designers, wonderful Canadians like Brian Bailey, Kim Newport Mimran of Pink Tartan fame, and Hilary McMillan, as well as quality brands like Lamarck and Ron White Shoes. It's one-stop shopping for everything you need to make your own style statement. And of course, TSC offers so much more than mere fashion. Shop tsc.ca and discover some great brands at some great prices. When did you make the transition from uh, shooting yourselves in your own clothes and creating clothes that you could put online and really shout to the world with to starting to wear other designer clothes and telling their stories for them? So 2009, we started blogging. We decided to put our fashion company on hold because the economy was so crazy and none of the stores were paying and it was just a really rough, tough time. And we moved back to Toronto. And the one thing we knew is that we wanted to work together. So, I mean, at the time we were also applying for jobs and trying to get hired and and everyone was like, we don't want to hire a CEO to do coffee runs. And we were like, hire us, hire me, I don't mind, I'll get you coffee. And they're like, no. Yeah, we're not doing that. So we started working on our blog as like a fun thing. And we always we always just said it's a fun thing. It's it's a, it's a fun thing. It's for fun. It's a hobby. Yeah, because we enjoy ourselves. I think even the concept of taking pictures of ourselves and posting it online, like people were like, you know, are you just taking pictures of yourself all day? And we were like, um, it was a time when no one really knew what blogging was, but street style had just sort of taken off, taken off in New York with you know, all the street style photographers taking pictures and, um, 
you know, we started going covering the shows and started getting noticed as having, you know, a particular street style look. And I think, you know, bloggers started to become more relevant, especially in 2010 and 11, where, you know, brands started to realize like, you know what, they're selling a lot of stuff, you know, like we're not, we're not models, models, you know, we're not, but we're, we're real, five, four. we're real people wearing <laughs> stuff we love and it's all about personal styles. So, and actually seeing the garment on a body of someone, you know, your height or your age or mm. just someone you admire, you admire or like and see it styled with different things. I think the whole concept started changing around style and the way things were being marketed. So when did the, yeah, so when did the fun aspect of it, and I know that never went away because you're obviously still having a lot yeah, of fun. So it was so it seems. three years in, three yeah. years in, um, we went full-time into our blog and H&M gave us our first official gig. And it was a big block party down in Dundas Street. And it was like a Dundas Square. So Dundas Square was in yeah. Toronto. It was like a three-day party. And we got to go through the store and pick all the pieces that we liked. Mm. So it was sort of like Beckerman style picks. Like if we were to go through the store, this is what we would wear in style. Mm -hmm. So we styled it. And I think that's sort of how it all started. And then Chanel came and we were like, oh, we like what you guys are doing. <laughs> You want to come to Dubai and cover the show and we'd love to have you as our guest. And you're like, yeah, you know, you make it sound kind of easy. Like, well, we just put on these great clothes and, you know, styled them and started taking pictures and videos of ourselves and had a, you know, a very robust Instagram account and it happened. But there are so many stylish people vying for that kind of attention. I mean, especially lately. I mean, you started, of course, it was, you were one of the first true pioneers in that arena. But now we see so many people trying to be influencers because it's proven to be, or it can be a pretty lucrative kind of gig. And it is a job. It is work. How do you manage to to sort of keep your ground? How do you manage to stay relevant and still attract new followers, still have these wonderful collaborations with these really solid brands and get your voices heard? I think a lot of it is not getting caught up in that feeling that you're not enough or that you're not doing enough or that you're not like, I, I think it's a lot of it's in your head. So I think mm -hmm. that if you have this feeling and this vision that you should just go for it artistically. Like we just had this idea, we were wearing this H&M collection. And I said to Kayla yesterday, let's go to the waterfall. Let's go take an adventure to the waterfall. We've been in lockdown for so long, but let's just do it. So we went on this little adventure and, um, and, you know, we're shooting with a tripod. We don't go with a photographer anymore. We're actually taking yeah. it to the next level where it's us and, and a tripod and we're shooting on our Apple watch. We set it up. And Shoot we're it. blindly posing and shooting. And I, I think a lot of it's because we're shooting so much content that things need out, like now need to be faster for us. So we don't, we just kind of do everything by ourselves now. It's faster. But I think the whole thing about being relevant is just kind of being yourself and doing your thing and not worried about what other people are doing. You know? I, I think it's important to know what other people are doing, but not to compare yourself. Yeah, like obviously be relevant, you know, like, join TikTok and try to get on all the new apps, you know, like I think that's, that's important just digitally just to know what's out there. But in terms of like not worried if things look perfect all the time, or if you have the newest something, we, we wear a lot of vintage. 
I also think the whole concept of not take not taking a perfect picture is beautiful. Like I like when things are off centered and I like when things are blurry and I like when things aren't exactly the way you meant them to be. Sometimes there's surprises. Um, we met Rihanna at a party a few years ago at a, a Moschino Jeremy Scott party. And when we met her, you know, she had been following us and it was so she's one, she's the coolest, by the oh, way. Yeah. She's like our style inspiration. And one of the coolest things she said to us that night was girls, let's not take a normal picture. Let's just make art. Let's just make art. And we always say that, oh, let's, let's, let's make, make art. art. Let's make let's art. Make <laughs> art. I think if you just, you know, and then it sort of comes down to when we started in 2009 of let's just keep this a hobby. Let's make this a hobby because if it stays at that level, then I think that it's always fun. Mm-hmm. There is no question that you two are artists and always have been. And you, even your approach to fashion design was very much in that vein. And that's the world through which, you know, the, or the lens through which you see the world. There's no question about that in my mind, but, um, you know, it, it becomes a business. It is a business for you guys. I mean, this is what you do for a living. This, yes, it's a hobby. It's fun. It's great. It's, it's your art, but you also have to worry about, you know, getting the clients and keeping them happy and getting new clients and how, uh, how stressful does that get ever? Or are you just totally cool about case? So, well, the whole thing about the pandemic also, because, you know, a lot of businesses are also suffering um, and it's been hard even for big brands. We know, too, like, you know, it's obviously been tough for everybody. So we've kind of taken the approach where we're trying to like also support like I don't really know how to explain it. Kind of like do do shoots also that support local support businesses, local businesses and bigger brands, like if sometimes even if the budget isn't there, we feel like, you know, that brand is our family, we want to work together, we will support them through this as well. And they'll support because they supported us when we needed help too. And when we were building our brand. So I think it's kind of like a more like a maybe like a family kind of like, you know, the brands we've been with for so long, we like to work with them. And they like to work with us because we help each other out. And situations or you know we've also been wearing a ton of Canadian um, brands which is so great for us and um, trying to help support local businesses and stuff like this especially during the pandemic it's been really I know tough tough on everybody so it's kind of just you know one of those tricky times navigating through it all yeah one thing I said uh, to you just before we started to record here was how uh, impressed I am by how gorgeous you two look I mean you've always looked gorgeous but you're growing into very sophisticated women (laughs) you know and yeah you obviously have fun with fashion and you don't take it all that seriously which is one of the many things we love about you but there's just something about your energy and and your style that you really are um I hate to use the a word but I'll use it aging with a plomb and I know oh, that, uh, you know, yeah, hey, hooray oh, for all us uh, gals who are you know, getting up there. You're, well, you're way, way younger than me. <laughs> 40. Okay. So that was, must have felt like kind of a big one for you. Yeah. How, did, were you ever worried that, okay, you know, this might be the kind of thing that we are not going to be able to grow with? This might be the kind of thing that we'll just do for a few years and then 
bow out when we get to a certain age. So we're going on to year 12 with blogging. So it's really changed through the years. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've always been the same, but I feel like over the past, I would say like three or four years, we've really gotten into wellness. And I think there's been a lot of meditating. There's been a lot of, um, we got a little bit more into fitness and eating healthy. So there's been a real focus on, um, keeping our, keeping our minds, keeping mm-hmm. our, I think well, well-being. And I mean, for me, even, I, I feel more like myself than I ever really have in my life. So maybe that's just coming through. I I'm happy, you know, yeah, <laughs> I feel happy. And, you know, it's one of those things where I've, me, me personally, I was really been looking within and figuring out my limits and my boundaries. And just, just in terms of, you know, what's, either happening in the world and just what makes me happy in life. So I think it's just self-reflection and, and keeping family close and keeping healthy and having with the pandemic happening, you know, really having a routine that, you know, what makes you happy. Yeah. Like, even though we're in this materialistic job that we do, it's way beyond that. It's way beyond clothes. It's way beyond, you know, it's picking up the phone and calling friends and family it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that. And it's a lot of keeping this safe energy around you where you just feel like yourself and kind of don't go down this, you know, it can, it can, it was like a little scary rabbit hole of what was going, what's going on in the world. So it's just, you know, I think it's important, even though we're, you know, wearing all these fabulous clothes and doing this and having fun. And, but at the same time, it's kind of important that there's like this, reality, reality check of what's happening in the world and also being very aware of that too. There's no question that you're emblematic of um, just feeling good. That, that's what you've always, <laughs> the message that you have always shouted of from you know any platform that you had was always that. And I can vouch for you personally, because I'm lucky enough to know you personally, you just emit such wonderful, feel good vibes. So I know that people are really important to you. It's a means of communication. You just happen to find this whole influencer uh, role, uh, or maybe it found you and the magic really happened. So I I see what you mean. And and perhaps going forward, you may, it may become less about sartorial style and more about, like you say, wellness and well-being and uh, a mental state of mind um, and a physical state rather than just expressing yourself through fashion. I mean, would you agree with that? I would. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I think so, that's why video content is so much more important now. And and even like the way TikTok's taken off with all these funny viral videos, I think yeah. just things that make you feel good and happy, that's that's what we're really um, drawn to. <laughs> and I think that as going forward, that's kind of the next, you know, that's the evolution of, you know, even Instagram or just even, you know, blogging. It's just kind of everyone kind of figuring out, I don't know if it's where they belong or what makes them feel good. Or it's just, I think it's kind of even now going on Instagram and looking at stuff and, you know, like we're all at home in our sweatpants, you know? So like when you get dressed up, it's a real big deal now. So yeah, 
What do you see uh, happening for influencers in general? I mean, if you can generalize about them because they're all so different and all maybe have a different purpose and wave a different flag. But do you think that we are going to be looking to people uh, to inspire us uh, to the degree that you guys have inspired us and so many other influencers uh, inspire us and and sell to us? Uh, yeah, I think, I think there's a, like, even what you're doing with your podcast, I feel like that's the next evolution of, of Instagrammers, like having their own podcast mm-hmm. and Get, getting to and know people, getting to know people on like a, a, a deeper level. And I think style and all that. Oh yeah. It matters a hundred percent. Everyone loves fashion. You know, I feel I like just, everything's going to come back with a bang. Yeah. I just feel like <laughs> it's taken a little back step because of the pandemic, you know, even with fashion weeks, but I think, and, know, and it's also given athleisure wear and sweats yes. and uh, a comeback, a, gear, a big comeback <laughs> in face masks, but I feel like everything's going to come back eventually oh, yeah. with like, everyone's going to get tired of it eventually. And then We'll just all be vacuuming in heels again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, a lot of people are speculating that, you know, it'll be like uh, with the roaring 20s uh, yeah, exactly. you know, a century I do, ago. I do feel like Fashion Week has evolved on another level, though, with everything mm. digital. I feel like um, that really worked. And I, for a lot of brands, and it was really easy, probably, they probably spent a lot less money or maybe even more money. I'm not really sure about the money, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like the way everyone could tune in at the same time and report, I really love that. It wasn't like, you know, running to get, you know, seats and hoping you're Mm -hmm. sitting front row and all this pressure and all this, like, I can't make it to the next show or not being invited to something. There was none of that. There was none of that like energy that you were like, you know, it was, everyone's invited. This is the time we start. Come join us. If you want to see the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, I'm, I'm with you to some degree. I I see everything, (laughs) but, 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 but I have to say nothing to me will ever replace the feeling that you get, you know, at a live oh, runway show. And, you know, yeah. you guys, you two have staged yeah. some incredible shows yourself when oh, you were designers yeah. in New York, you know, staging those crazy, they were like parties, you know, oh, those great yeah. runway shows. This was just a little bump I just, in the road. I thought the videos were interesting that designers yeah. were creating. Mm-hmm. And I thought the, the short films and I like, I liked it all. Mm-hmm. I liked Well, as, it, as influencers, I can see too, you know, and, and as the bloggers and as the people that, really mastermind this wonderful uh, Instagram account that uh, people follow so closely. I can see how all that production and all that creativity would really inspire you, you know, on on a creative artistic level. So yeah, it's great to be able to feed off that and to see what other people are doing and to be faced with a problem and find a way to get around it. But, you know, so Okay, we still do call you influencers, I guess, right? You still call you yourselves that. So if I had to ask you, what what would you hope your legacy as influencers would be? You know, like, what would you hope that the strongest point uh, that you make would be in terms of influencing people? What is it? Well, wow, wow, that's pretty good. I, I mean, I would definitely say um, to spread joy and positivity and kindness. I mean, I know for us, Sam and I are trying to also do like a lot of charity work and to give back. That's been a huge um, part, like a huge important, important part. part of what we tried to do during 2020. Um, and yeah, I would say just to spread love and positivity. I think that's just the main thing through fashion. 
through something we've always loved, you know, and that we just, we love being creative and we love, it just gives us so much, like we're so passionate about it. You know, I love getting dressed up and I, I know a lot of people do. So it's, it makes it fun. And I think maybe being our authentic selves and hopefully other people will feel the same way that they can live their authentic, wholesome life and just, and feel that and enjoy life like that. Yeah. And as identical twins, I mean, it's so wonderful because you are so on the same wavelength, you know, in so many ways. And that synergy has really helped give birth to this wonderful, solid, very focused a style of expression. Uh, and that's been been so wonderful too. Do you think you could have done, I know it's all so speculative, but what you do as individuals or was the fact that you were working on this together? I know the workload in a sense m- might've been lightened to some degree because you are identical twins and you could, you know, if one was under the <laughs> weather, the other one could just step in. I mean, how how beneficial has that been for uh it's funny because we now I mean it's interesting because even over the years Sam and I never dressed the same and then growing up growing growing up up, and then these last few years we've actually have worn so many twinsy outfits and now we just love to twin it up now just doggy walking we're wearing the same thing and everything different colors and we have so many of so many of the same things now in different like different colors and different things we have double everything and I couldn't imagine doing it without her I mean we sometimes post solo pictures you know through the the 12 days of blogging I think I covered like two music festivals on my own. You covered music festivals from like oh, yeah. appendix out to like to being falling sick, out of the bathtub to breaking my feet. feet. Like sometimes one of us just can't show up. <laughs> and so, and on our own, it's, it's not as just, it's not as much fun. Yeah. It's like, mm. you know, it's like, it's, okay, it's fun, but it's, but together know. it's like fun, <laughs> fun, 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 double, double your pleasure, double your fun. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say to some, you know, person out there that might be an aspiring influencer? I mean, someone who would love to follow in your footsteps, although I'm sure you would encourage them to blaze their own trails, as I often do to anyone that says, I want your job, get your own job. But, you know, if someone wanted to do like what you're doing, I mean, is it just a oh. pipe dream or is, can you, you think take you could really picks, do it? Yep. Take the pics and post them. That's it. Just start doing it. I mean, you got to start somewhere. I think so, that's the hardest part. You know, you it put is. Up pictures and then you're judging yourself and you're like, I could have done better. It should be better. And then you don't get the likes you like. And then it's like, there's, there's this whole rabbit hole or a whole thought process. And I think not to have any of that, just to put it up and be proud of your work. Yeah. And to do it again the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you have the easiest job in the world. And then I remember our dad saying this that one day at dinner to us or a few years ago, he's like, you just like, it's just too easy, guys. It's just I too was like, easy. if we're making it look easy, then that's then a good thing. That's good because we want it to look easy. We want, you know, what we do to look easy. Once you, once I've <laughs> you you, totally you got it told us all the time, like, listen, I thought it was easy. But then when I started taking pictures of myself, I didn't know which one to post. I, I didn't know. Do. And then you guys just keep posting, How you know, and that's the whole thing. Just post, put it up, be creative, do your thing you know, don't, don't care. Just get it, get it out there. But with brands, I think it's important to be on time. Oh yeah. To be cautious or not cautious to be, to know their hashtags, to know what they're looking for, 
to um, to give them what they want and a little bit more mm-hmm. because I always find with brands, it's like some, you need a little wiggle room. Sometimes you need a few extra photos or mm-hmm. you need a little bit extra to impress them for next time. Yeah. So you don't want to go like crazy, but you just want to have that little extra like, Ooh, I didn't think of that. Or, Oh, great idea. Well, your professionalism is just so impressive. And it's because, you know, you are business people too. I mean, obviously <laughs> artists, but, you know, really in touch with that other side of yourselves and probably because you ran your own business for a while in the fashion yeah. industry, you really understand <laughs> what that kind of a business needs. You have created such an exquisite brand for yourselves. And I, I'm just so thankful for all the inspiration and joy that you bring us uh, each and every day. Sam and Kaylee Beckerman, thank you so much for being Hi. on this episode of Beyond Style Matters. Thanks for listening. To see video versions of the podcasts, check out tse.ca slash style matters. You can watch Style Matters Thursday on TSE or on the tse.ca website. Till next time, I'm Jeannie Becker.